section nine of harper's young people volume one issue eighteen march second eighteen eighty this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b harper's young people volume one issue eighteen march second eighteen eighty advertisements harper's young people harper's young people will be issued every tuesday and may be had at the following rates payable in advance postage free single copies four cents one subscription one year one dollar fifty cents five subscriptions one year seven dollars subscriptions may begin with any number when no time is specified it will be understood that the subscriber desires to commence with the number issued after the receipt of order remittances should be made by post office money order or draft to avoid risk of loss advertising the extent and character of the circulation of harper's young people will render it a first-class medium for advertising a limited number of approved advertisements will be inserted on two inside pages at seventy-five cents per line address harper and brothers franklin square new york candy send one two three or five dollars for a sample box by express of the best candies in america put up elegantly and strictly pure refers to all chicago address c f gunther confectioner seventy eight madison street chicago bloom's beautiful ballads shining curls of gold rambling o'er the hill four-leaf clover buttercups and daisies pink domino waltz godworth's five-step don't get weary gallop each thirty-five cents mailed frederick bloom eight sixty one broadway the child's book of nature the child's book of nature for the use of families and schools intended to aid mothers and teachers in training children in the observation of nature in three parts part one plants part two animals part three air water heat light etc by worthington hooker m d illustrated the three parts complete in one volume small quarto half leather one dollar thirty one cents or separately in cloth part one fifty three cents part two fifty six cents part three fifty six cents a beautiful and useful work it presents a general survey of the kingdom of nature in a manner adapted to attract the attention of the child and at the same time to furnish him with accurate and important scientific information while the work is well suited as a class book for schools its fresh and simple style cannot fail to render it a great favorite for family reading the three parts of this book can be had in separate volumes by those who desire it this will be advisable when the book is to be used in teaching quite young children especially in schools published by harper and brothers new york sent by mail postage prepaid to any part of the united states on receipt of the price children's picture books square quarto about eight hundred pages each beautifully printed on tinted paper embellished with many illustrations bound in cloth one dollar fifty cents per volume the children's picture book of sagacity of animals with sixty illustrations by harrison weir the children's bible picture book with eighty illustrations from designs by stenley overbeck veit schnorr etc the children's picture fable book containing one hundred and sixty fables with sixty illustrations by harrison weir the children's picture book of birds 
with sixty-one illustrations by w harvey the children's picture book of quadrupeds and other mammalia with sixty-one illustrations by w harvey published by harper and brothers new york sent by mail postage prepaid to any part of the united states on receipt of the price books for young men character character by samuel smiles duodecimo cloth one dollar it is in design and execution more like his self-help than any of his other works mr smiles always writes pleasantly but he writes best when he is telling anecdotes and using them to enforce a moral that he is too wise to preach about although he is not afraid to state it plainly by means of it self-help at once became a standard book and character is in its way quite as good as self-help it is a wonderful storehouse of anecdotes and biographical illustrations examiner london self-help self-help with illustrations of character conduct and perseverance by samuel smiles new edition revised and enlarged duodecimo cloth one dollar the writings of samuel smiles are a valuable aid in the education of boys his style seems to have been constructed entirely for their tastes his topics are admirably selected and his mode of communicating excellent lessons of enterprise truth and self-reliance might be called insidious and ensnaring if these words did not convey an idea which is only applicable to lessons of an opposite character and tendency taught in the same attractive style the popularity of this book self-help abroad has made it a powerful instrument of good and many an english boy has risen from its perusal determined that his life will be molded after that of some of those set before him in this volume it was written for the youth of another country but its wealth of instruction has been recognized by its translation into more than one european language and it is not too much to predict for it a popularity among america boys new york world thrift thrift by samuel smiles duodecimo cloth one dollar the mechanic farmer apprentice clerk merchant and a large circle of readers outside of these classes will find in the volume a wide range of counsel and advice presented in perspicuous language and marked throughout by vigorous good sense and who while deriving from it useful lessons for the guidance of their personal affairs will also be imbibing valuable instruction in an important branch of political economy we wish it could be placed in the hands of all our youth especially those who expect to be merchants artisans or farmers christian intelligencer new york in this useful and sensible work which should be in the hands of all classes of readers especially of those whose means are slender the author does for private economy what smith and ricardo and bastiat have done for national economy the one step which separates civilization from savagery which renders civilization possible is labor done in excess of immediate necessity to inculcate this most necessary and most homely of all virtues we have met with no better teacher than this book new york world published by harper and brothers new york sent by mail postage paid to any part of the united states on receipt of the price perpetual motion tommy was only ten years of age but still he was determined to obtain it at last one day he ran into his father's office in ecstasies and shouted hurrah pop i've got it got what my son perpetual motion cried tommy i've been watching it for the last half hour and it works bully then grasping pop by the hand 
come up in the garret and see it his father went up and sure enough there was perpetual motion that is as long as there was any life left in the dog and that piece of roast beef hung to his tail the soap box tacon or homemade magic lantern would you like to have a magic lantern very well i will tell you how to make it in the first place you must procure a burning glass such as you can get at any toy store for a few cents or you may perhaps have the glass out of an old telescope you also want a soap box or any other kind of square box a cigar box and a piece of white muslin or linen as large as a pocket handkerchief make a hole in the cigar box to fit your magnifying glass and put the glass into it now look at figure one and see how the cigar box is placed inside the soap box stretch the muslin over the opposite side of the soap box from which of course you have removed the bottom and tack it to the edges of the box put a lighted candle in the cigar box as represented in the illustration and if you hold a drawing or a photograph opposite the glass in the cigar box it will be reflected on the muslin stretched over the end of the soap box and you have a magic lantern one thing more by looking at figure one you will see that there are two bars and a crossbar to hold the picture these can easily be fixed and will save you the trouble of holding the picture in your hand and will be more steady by carefully looking at the different drawings you will soon see how to make one yourself a brave princess in one of the sandwich islands in the south seas is a volcanic mountain with a huge lake of ever-burning fire this was the reputed abode of the goddess pele and her fiery companions the worship of whom was the central superstition of the islanders the young princess kapiolani was converted to christianity through the teaching of the missionaries grieving for the ignorance and misery of her people she resolved to visit the burning mountain of kilauea and dare the dreaded pele to do her worst there a priestess met her threatened her with the displeasure of the goddess if she persisted and prophesied that she and her followers would miserably perish in defiance of this threat she and her christian followers went down to the edge of the burning lake and standing erect she thus spoke jehovah is my god he kindled these fires i fear not pele if i perish by the anger of pele then you may fear the power of pele but if i trust in jehovah and he should save me from the wrath of pele then you must fear and serve the lord jehovah charade first i am rocked in the arms of the sea or tossed on the flowing main then fold my white wings in some peaceful bay and am bound to the earth with a chain second there's a fruit with its hue of gold from the land of the tropical sun i make it a cooling draught to hold to the lips of the thirsty one hold with the tread of many feet and the changeless roll of the drum with a deadly volley my foe to greet mid the flash of steel i come end of section nine end of harper's young people volume one issue eighteen march second eighteen eighty